there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com gamers welcome to the single levels podcast on this week's episode we become the master master of darkness i'm player one annoying bat toby and i'm player two hard to use stairs goobs this is a retro video game review show where we go over one video game per episode we go over the history the story the gameplay some fun facts and then we go right into the rage meter, like, do you want to cup your own farts until you can't breathe no more and pass out and maybe get brought back to life? As a ghoul. Breathe nothing but farts. As a fart ghoul. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> After that, we give a 1 to 10 on a rating to see if this game is still worth playing. Why 1 to 10, goobs? We give it a 1 to 10 because we we're just your thicker treat boys. Give us a lot of good stuff to eat. Because <laughs> we are thick and we will eat it. Yes, usually we're simple, but now we are thick or treat. Simple thick. Simple thick or treat. Goobs, we are into the second game of a specific, um, I don't know, do we call it a holiday? Yeah, well, it definitely is a holiday around these parts. You mean... That's right. This is Rage Oween 2 Rage Harder. And we will be. (laughs) I think we will be on this one. We've got a couple doozies coming up for you, folks. And this is one of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know... what, What better than to play a classic vampire game... That you got from like the dollar store. <laughs> this is this is a uh, kind of like the cheap candy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Not not even like you know the 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 fun size candy. Like this is like a, a smaller piece than fun size. The, the bargain bin of bargain bin of candy. <laughs> this is this is last Halloween's candy. I, I think it's the blue light special at Kmart. <laughs> if anyone remembers that shit, I, I do. I do. Uh, so we played. I guess we can go ahead and call it a Castlevania clone or ripoff. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I didn't want to be too harsh and call it a ripoff, but 
a ripoff. Yeah. Uh, Goobs, what game did I force you to play this episode? You forced on me the master of darkness, my master. <laughs> I sure did. Master? You can't say master <laughs> once. You've got to say it twice. Master. Master. Why do they say it twice? Because sounds like fucking Igor. <laughs> I suppose. Well, anyways, uh, how- or Igor. Igor. That's a different game. Um, do we want to go ahead and talk about this Master of Darkness game? Get into the details. Let's awkwardly walk right into the details. This game was released in 1993. It was developed by Sims. It was published by Sega. We played it on the Master System. Sega. All kinds of games. All kinds of fun. Sega. Let the games begin. But it was also released on the Game Gear. This is a single-player action platformer, and there is a story. Oh, really? Is there? In Victorian-era London, over 100 years ago, a dapper gentleman named Dr. Ferdinand Social, a young psychologist with a knowledge of the occult, received a strange warning on his Ouija board. The spirits warn of many horrors that must be destroyed. Horrors? Um, horrors. Horrors. Pretty sure he said whores. He could destroy some whores on his way, too. I prefer to call them ladies of the night. <laughs> Why do they gotta just be ladies? Can't whores be anyone? I mean, Men of the night, too? Men of the night. <laughs> Mennonites. <Yep. laughs> Dr. Social visits a fellow occult specialist and psychic, Miss Julia Arkham, for help. Except when he gets there, she has been kidnapped. So he just returns home. Did the Joker take her so she couldn't start <laughs> up the Arkham Asylum? Maybe, maybe. He returns home to find his good friend Jonathan Harker waiting with a note sent by Miss Arkham that read, The vampire has returned. He controls powerful forces. He must be stopped. He must act quickly if he wants to save Miss Arkham, stop the killings, and stop the evil vampire. But how will he figure out where to go? Dr. Social uses the Ouija board again for assistance. He learns where this journey will begin. Is that the first form of social media? These, uh, Ouija boards? Yeah, it was Dr. Social using the Ouija board. <laughs> Come uh, on, it writes itself. Listen, I, I, I'm going to kind of jump ahead, but this story makes no sense at all. Like, it's all over the place, and... You, I don't think you ever hear from the chick again, unless that's the one of the bosses later on. I don't know. There's a lot going on with no explanation for any of it. Let me hop on the spirit board quickly and see if my friends are online. <laughs> spirit book? Ghost book? Spirit board, because it's Ouija. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So this game should take about an hour and a half to two hours to play. Longer if you're me. Or myself. It took me about three, maybe three and a half hours, because I got stuck in a maze. <laughs> Despite all your rage? <laughs> yes. 
You're still just Toby stuck in a maze? <laughs> Perfect, yes. Speedrun.com has a record set by Kyarbit of 18 minutes and 35 seconds. So Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, he, he obviously knows where to go and how to get through Poor this. lady. Corbett. Corbett knows who they are. Anyways, um, yeah, that, that's it. Shall we uh, go ahead and start talking about this game? Oh, yeah, let's get right into the gameplay, Toby. <sighs> so, the D-pad moves you around. You can press down to duck, but while you're ducking, if you press left to right, you'll do a little duck walk, a little squat walk. Whack, 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 whack. If you hold down near the stairs, you will walk down them, or if you hold up, you'll walk up them. This is very, very much like Castlevania right here. Very, very much like Castlevania. One button is to jump while the other is to use your weapon. If you hold up and use the attack button, you will use your secondary weapon, which is also like Castlevania. Once you get started, you have a player hub at the top of the screen. It's just a black box. From left to right, you have the high score. Under that, you have your current score. Under that, you have the player's health, which is represented by eight circles. I don't understand the hitting system in this because sometimes it would take half of a circle, a fourth of a circle. Like a whole circle. So, yeah, it, it was just all over the place. It, it didn't make any sense. So I don't know why these games do like, oh, here's a full bar, but then it takes half of that bar. Like, why don't you just divide it up into more bars? Hey, it's better than having two hits. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'll take that any day, man. So to the right of that, you have the primary weapon icon, so you can see what weapon you have, and then you have your secondary weapon beside that with the amount of ammo you have left for that weapon. On the far right, in the very top right-hand corner, you have what level you're on. So, for example, it'll show like 1-1, 1-2, or whatever. You have a time limit, which sucks ass. That time limit got me... I've never had an issue with the time limit in this game. It got me one time while I was at a boss. got me one time. And I was like, what killed me? Well, the time did. You did from not getting there fast enough. (laughs) Right. Well... You didn't come in time. You die. I mean, you know, the maze... Anyways, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Then you have how many lives you have left. And when you get to a boss, it actually shows the boss's health meter underneath yours, which is also represented by eight circles. You start the game out with just a dagger, a useless fucking dagger. Do you want to tell us about that dagger? Oh, how it's the biggest piece of shit weapon in any video game. Hands down, this might be the worst weapon ever. One of the worst weapons that actually works. Top 10 for sure. Because some the other weapons in this game, sometimes you can kill an enemy with one or two hits. This one takes like three to five. And it's so short. It's like it's like you might as well be holding a fucking pin to, for a pin board. <laughs> a little, a little like attack. needle. Yeah, it's a thumbtack. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like me, me, me. It's, just, it's so tiny and useless. I fucking hate it. So the manual says that this only does one point of damage. Now, again, this doesn't tell you in the, anywhere like wh- how much damage you're doing to your enemies. It just says one point of damage. So it's the weakest item. Then you can get other weapons. and Yeah, you can get a sword. You can also get a hammer. 
and an axe. Okay, so that's what's weird. The I always thought the hammer was a cane. The the that's what I thought too. So the saber, the the sword thing, um, it's got pretty long range and it does two attack. The next says it's a stake in the manual. You called it a hammer, but we both thought it was a cane at first. Yeah, I was just looking at like a little guide thing right now. To it says stake in the manual. Uh, it looks like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde's cane from. It totally does. And honestly, it does three damage, so it's the second best weapon in this in this game. Uh, but it doesn't have as much reach as that that sword. And then the last weapon is the axe, and it's the strongest, and it does four damage, but it's got a closer range attack. Yeah, short range. So I did like that. I thought that was kind of neat that there was different ranges and stuff. Um, Now, to find these power-ups and upgrades and whatever, uh, you have to destroy these little white masks that are everywhere. Think of candlesticks in Castlevania, basically. Yeah, instead of it's like a full Phantom of the Opera mask or just like a white Faceless mask. Yes. Or Man in the Iron Mask with Leonardo DiCaprio mentioned twice <laughs> in two episodes. Is this secretly Leonardo DiCaprio month? Maybe. Maybe it is. Uh, so, the secondary weapons that you can get in this game, again... See, this word says stake. Huh? Uh, there's a stake on the secondary weapons. That's the big silver bullet looking thing. See, in the manual, it just calls it a projectile. That's that's what I I was so like confused because that's what I thought it was. I was like, that's a stake. That's easy. Yeah, totally. Especially with the theme of a vampire in this game. But anyways, the first one, the weakest. I'll go from weakest to strongest. So the weakest one is the gun, and it shoots these little bullet shots. Just one little bullet shot it sucks. Two. Then the next one is the bomb, and it has this horrible fucking arch. Yeah, if you were going to throw a bomb, you wouldn't throw it directly above your head and hope it kind of arches over. Yeah, you would, it, whatever. It's a shitty arch. The next weapon is the boomerang, which, that one's not bad. What's this bombs having arches? This was like that in Ghostbusters as well. And it's like that in a whole bunch of games. Every time you throw a bomb, it just arches. <laughs> they well, can't you just throw it forward? They just chunk it. They're just like, overhand! You mean Chuck. Chunk. Chuck. We had this argument a couple episodes ago. That's why I'm bringing it yes, back up. Yes, we're about to have it again. I'm going to say chunk every time now. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Um, And then the last one is that projectile, uh, which we agree looks more like a stake and, again, fits the themes. It's just this like... Toby, you like vampires? I do. Oh, <laughs> you're stealing my joke now, bitch. <laughs> I was really confused on that. <laughs> I've been asking Goobs dumb questions about stuff he likes when I know he likes it. You can hear it during the episodes. He <laughs> asked me the last I know, few but of just them. in case anyone hasn't been picking up on it, like I've just been doing it to be an asshole. <laughs> uh, anyways, so these projectiles, the stakes, the little white triangles. Now, if you get that item again, like if you already have the bombs and you find uh, an icon for more bombs... It'll just yeah, give it'll you stack them up. Yeah, it just gives you more bombs or more. Well, if you hit another icon, it will take them all away from you, and you'll just have the basic amount that the other icon gives you. Yeah. Same with the weapons. Throughout this game, when you, it's a very frustrating part of this game as well. When you hit one of the white masks or the whatever the mask, 
a weapon will drop down. Sometimes you, you'll take it, sometimes you won't. If you see the dagger, you definitely won't touch it. But sometimes you have no choice. It just kind of hits you because you're just arcing in that way when you jump or whatever the hell. You'll hit it again, like right before a boss battle, and you'll be stuck with a dagger. You're like, oh. oh, fuck my life. It happens a lot. I did that on the last battle because there's there's one. So I, I learned that uh, some of the items are random, but sometimes they are just always that item. And right before you get to the, the very last boss, that, that last mask is a dagger <laughs> every single time. I find time. that for most of the bosses. Right near the end, like one of the last few masks, it's always a dagger. Oh, really? Yeah. So watch out for that, folks. Right. Don't bring a dagger to a vampire fight. <laughs> now, there are some other items that'll break out of these masks. Uh, you get these little bonus globes, but they're just for points. There can be pink, gray, red, and black, and they have different amounts of points. There's also this little emerald thing, and it's basically a clear-all attack once you touch it. There's a life potion, which will give you back four circles of health. Then the last in the manual is a Dr. Social Voodoo doll, which is just your extra life. But I thought it was funny that they stuck to the theme and, you know... It's spooky. Spooky. Also, Castlevania-like, you can find items in the wall. Yeah, you can find health in the walls. No wall meat. No, sadly. Sadly, no no glory holes. Just... just (laughs) No glory meat holes. (laughs) Just... Just potion holes. Potion holes. Yeah. Stay out of my potion hole. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't give you consent. <laughs> Toby puts the poo in potion. <laughs> Each time you die, you start at the beginning of the level. Uh, this isn't that big of a deal, except some of the levels are kind of long. And it feels longer because each part of the level is a screen. So, like, you do whatever bullshit you have to do on the on this part of the screen, and then when you get to the other side of it, it, like, flashes to another screen. So it, if you get like three or four different like screens away, it sucks when you die and you still have to go all the way back to the first. It feels like it's so it takes you so far back. There are no checkpoints. No, there isn't, and that is absolutely terrible. Yeah, especially for a game that has such long levels. And if you unfortunately have to continue, say you're on two, three, or whatever. Uh, you have to go back to the beginning of that whole level. So two, one. You have to go back to like two one. Yep. So it's uh, pretty unforgiving in that stance. Right. Now there are a total of five levels. The first four levels having three stages in them. So we're gonna go ahead and run through these real quick. Level one one is the Thames River. So that's where the Ouija board tells you where to go. That you need to go to the Thames River, and Basically, there's been a bunch of murders uh, on this river, and you're you're investigating. And that's the only bit of the story that I really understood. The rest of it makes no sense of how he gets his information. That's it. This level has you walking down a town near a river, and there are plenty of boats. If you jump on them, they start moving around. Take you down the river, sticks. <laughs> There are men slowly walking around that will shoot you for no fucking reason at all. Thank God they're not flashing you. Yeah. 
We're busting you in the mouth. I guess those could, if you, if you wanted to make it make sense, because I know what the time period is, and we'll get to it in just a second, but they could be police officers. Oh, the Bobbies. Yes. Yes. And there's also wild dogs that run at you and a fucking horde of bats. I'm never going to Europe because there are so many bats. Yeah, bats and wild dogs everywhere. everywhere. Just, I, I feel bad for everyone that has to beat the shit out of wild dogs and bats off of them. And birds <laughs> later. He's going to the shower. Wild bat. <laughs> there's not so many birds, thank God, but there are there. Yeah, yeah, later on. So, uh, yeah, you, it's it's pretty casual platforming. Uh, there's some water and stuff that you can fall in. It introduces you to the diagonal stairs. It does give you a bunch of stairs. This whole game is fucking full of stairs. They, yeah, you gotta get used to holding, like, up left, up right. Did you have trouble the, going up and down the stairs sometimes? Of course. Okay, me too. There was sometimes... Just where, like in Castlevania. The, yeah, there was sometimes it was like, come on, just go. Go down the stairs. I'm pressing the button. I know, then you just start, like, duck walking everywhere. Like, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> and when you're getting attacked by all this random shit you just <laughs> ran away from. Right. I only have so much health left. Come on. <laughs> uh, the knockback's not as bad as Castlevania. Let's go ahead and say that right now. The knockback is, it's still there. You still get some, but it doesn't, like, kick you halfway across the damn screen. So that's nice. No, it definitely doesn't, but it can fuck you over and will. Right, but that's just like any game with knockback in it. But it's like I said, though, it doesn't. I just want a code to just get rid of knockback forever. <laughs> yes, every fucking game, just the knockback gone. We don't even use codes on this show, so we don't need them. Yeah. We don't even talk about them. Right, we're better than that. Yeah. So uh, level one dash two, it's just more of the same, and level one dash three. Again, more of the same, except you get more city stuff and eventually less water, and you get to the ghoul women that float around. That's really the only addition at that point. You get to the boss. The boss, you find out, is Jack the Ripper, and he jumps around. Not Jack the Stripper. Hold on to your money, folks. Be funny if a little like pole comes down and he starts like swinging around in his fancy little purple coat and top hat. That's how you destroy him, is by throwing him dollars. (laughs) <laughs> he's like all right i've had enough now welcome to the stage for your pleasure jack the stripper <laughs> why don't you turn me loose that's a song <laughs> i don't know that one i think it's called lover i think it's by lover boy either way he jumps around in a purple suit and he's got a small dagger like you do and he's very easy there's a couple of platforms you can hide behind or under but he's every time i faced him he jumped from one platform to the other i just stayed on the bottom and just hit him yeah super easy you always get to the champagne room with jack the stripper <laughs> level 2-1 is where stuff starts going downhill this is the house of wax dolls yeah the the first three levels in this game are a fucking cakewalk okay yeah <laughs> It, it walls you into a, salt or a false sense of security. 100%. 100%. Like, I was sitting here with Jen, and uh, shout out to Jenny B. You got a normal shout out this week. I was sitting here, and she, I was playing, she was doing whatever, and she's watching, I'm like, oh, this game's actually pretty good. Like, nice and easy, like, like sure, the stairs suck, but everything's going pretty well. And then, <laughs> level two and the rest came. And my world came crashing down, and it hurt inside. (laughs) 
Well, here's my issue is that it drops you into this 2-1 level and the backgrounds are horrific. It looks like there's oh, crystals. Like, it's like a devil fucking... Looks like a shitty fucking uh, hole in the dark bowling alley from fucking like the seventies. It's it's rough, and then like there's sprites everywhere. So it's like, did my game just glitch out? Like, what's happening? What am I? What's going on? Because the sprites are yeah, just they look like cavemen and women in white dresses. Yeah. So it's it's really hard to describe this level though. Uh, but there's a ton of sprites of characters all over the wall. But this is the house of wax. You eventually do get to the house part. The wax figures are wax figures, except the ladies in white. They, after you pass them, they will start charging you, and they will attack you. And they are fast. They are some fast bitches. Yeah, if you have the only the knife or dagger, you you're getting hit. There's no way you're stopping them. Yeah, you can knock them back a little bit if you're using like the sword. But there's no hope for you if you have the dagger. Yeah. Just give up. Just start over again. <laughs> I, I got to a point where I was just jumping over them when they had run at me because that was much easier than trying to take them off. Yeah, it was. They don't come back. Once they're off screen, they're gone. Yeah. They Yeah, they just, they just keep running. <laughs> I am not doing that. She already got her shout out. <laughs> so you eventually make it into the home and you get more guys with guns you get more bats. You get a few gauntlet battles with these wax ladies. Like, they just keep coming oh, at that you. that fucking noise in the background. Yeah, that, that sound effect was awful. I don't know what the deal was with that, but they... It would just... Ugh. It's like the shittiest sound of like the psycho... I don't know if it was supposed to like cause more panic when these... I was going to call them white ladies. When these white ladies are coming at you and you're just panicking. <laughs> Watch out for them white ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> the Karens are coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Karen alarm. We want our pumpkin spice coffee. <laughs> Where's your manager? Snap, snap, snap. That's why that's so scary. That makes more sense now. And sometimes during these uh, gauntlet battles, as I like to call them, they had other people in there, too, like the guys who shoot you and also your favorite bats. Bats. Fucking bats all the way through this game. So in 2-2, you get some more of those floating ladies, and then they start adding the furniture that goes crazy at you. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> the furniture is the most craziest, and the bats are the most craziest RNG ever. They fucking do whatever the hell they, uh, they want. They do. It's they've definitely got minds of their own. Like sometimes there's the no sets. There's no set way for them. Sometimes the bats will like fly in circles, but sometimes they'll swoop down in like a U shape, and like they. It, and it's the same with these. There's chairs, pictures, candlestick holders, and flying daggers, and they. Oh, just, the daggers are brutal. They're tiny. And you can barely see the fucking things, man. I know. I was like, what the fuck is hitting me? I don't even know what was hitting me. And then I was like, oh, I thought it was like a little bee. I was like, why is there a bee in this game? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That's not spooky. All that stuff starts coming alive and coming after you. 2-3 leads you to the roofs. The first time I jumped off the because you have to jump over this little barricade onto the roof and I completely missed the roof and went between the holes. Like, I just jumped too far out. And I was like, well, fuck me. <laughs> that will happen. So I got a cheap death and had to go all the way back to the beginning of, of uh, the last level. I did like the background in this level, though. With the little clouds floating by. Once you got into the house, the background was good. It was just that very first, like you said, psychedelic bullshit thing at the beginning. But the outside looks pretty good. You eventually get to a boss, and 
it's a woman in a room. She's wearing hot pink, and she makes a giant skull ghost come out of her. Yeah. It, like, slowly forms from gas from her undercarriage. I get, Maybe it's a fart ghost. See, fart it, skull. it never tells you if this is that girl from the manual, like, from the story that it has. For the sake of our show, let's just say it is. It is. But I want it and to she make has sense. bad gas. Definitely farts. She's definitely farting. <laughs> She's definitely farting. <laughs> That skull doesn't do anything except just run around and hit you. Like it just—it's a giant skull. It's easy. Like I don't really. Know. What else is there to say about the the boss battle on that one? Yeah, it's just a randomly flying skull comes out both sides of her behind, front butt and back butt, back butt. <laughs> and every once in a while, the skull will go back into her like mouth or whatever, and then it comes back out. Like it doesn't do anything. See? Cupping farts. It all comes back to that, Toby. <laughs> so, level 3-1 is Epitaph. Uh, it is a great punk record label? It's a record label. Good bands on Epitaph. Uh, it's, it's just a graveyard level. And it's full of dogs, bats, and zombies coming out from the ground. And everything else you've encountered already. They have, like, a couple new... Uh, enemies during each level and just bombard you with the rest of them as well <laughs> right you end up going through some kind of clock tower which i thought this is kind of cool you start Sanctuary. going up it <laughs> you go up it and then like you can see that you're gonna go you can see the other screen on the other side where you're gonna come down in a minute so you have to go up to the top and then you go down the other side of it I thought that was neat. Uh, you, that's drop, kind of like... you can drop right down the shaft in the middle if you're willing to risk it. Oh, could you? I didn't. I didn't realize. Oh that. yeah. Because I, I thought because the the things are going up, so I thought I had to jump down the hole. Right. So I did. Did you get through it, or did it kill yeah. you? No, I didn't die. There's a bottom. Because sometimes there's holes that you can jump into, and sometimes there's not. You're gonna have to find that out yourself. Gotcha. Well, this level had a ton of screens. Remember I told you it felt like a bunch of different screens? Because, like I said, you go up the clock tower and then you go down it. And every every section is its own screen. Then we get 3-2. You get more of the floating ladies. And now you get walking skeletons with swords. And I guess Bone you're in... sword. You're in some kind of cathedral, I guess, because there's Bone a lot of stained sword glass. is ready. What is that? The bone sword is ready. <laughs> There's a lot of stained glass stuff on the walls, so it's some kind of church or something. Nothing really to add to that one. 3-3, this must be another clock tower of some sort, is what I was writing in my notes. There's all sorts of pendulum swinging uh, platform things, which I like these. I like the green balls. I like this, uh, the mechanic of that. I thought that was kind of fun. This is where you're also introduced to the blue cloaked character. And this motherfucker is fast. He has a dagger and he swings out a projectile at you. He will fuck you up. Oh, uh, Count Mason. Is that who you're talking about? No, no, no. That's the boss. Uh, Which the boss, like you said, is Count Mason. Which, who the, again, this character just came out of nowhere. The story is. Okay, I remember who you're talking about now. Yeah, I was mistaken there. The the boss at the end of this level is wearing a red suit. And he flies in a circle. So I noticed the, the, 
it's a clock. It's a f- clock face, and it's got numbers on it and stuff. And the the hands are pointing at nine fifteen, so it makes a platform. Yeah, and he just shoots fireballs and freaking spins around like a maniac. Yeah, he goes clockwise around the clock and just shoots balls, red dots at you. It's He's gonna rock around the clock. I guess he's again. It's an easy. It's an easy battle. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. <laughs> so level four one is the laboratory, and this starts outside and introduces the goddamn birds. The <sighs> relentless birds. Big giant birds too. That's, that's a fucking big bird. <laughs> I'm saying bird, not birds. Everyone thinks on Discord. I keep on saying bird every time I say bird. <laughs> it's okay if you hate our friend Berg. That's fine. I don't hate Berg. I hate birds. Just say, just say it singular. Berg. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so <laughs> this level has some puzzles where you have to destroy these little blocks in the right order to get past certain sections because it's all blocked off. I guess we should have done a show at the Berg, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not birds. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, Yeah, so this has like a little spot where you have to break these blocks so you can get past it. It's not that hard to figure out. I don't know. This little puzzle, if you want to call it even that, it's not that great. This level has this spot where there's there's an enemy static like in one spot and all these other enemies are spawning and just coming at you full speed you don't know what you're supposed to do and you keep killing these enemies and they keep coming back eventually you figure out oh you kill the one that's not moving and the rest will stop yeah it's such a pain in the dick it took me a minute to figure that out i was getting my ass whooped and and you lose a lot of health because you're just they just keep respawning it happens three or four times. I don't think it's... It's trying to be more clever than it should be at this point, I feel like. So now you get deeper into the lab and you start seeing the potions in the background and machines and people hanging on the wall. You get more machines. You get wax ladies. You get these crystal ball platforms that I thought were going to hurt me. So I was avoiding them like the freaking plague. And then I accidentally landed on one and I was like, oh, well, that would have helped me. Because I struggled through those sections that had those little well, the crystal things that balls. look like the electrical balls. Yes, yes, they look like the little electrical balls, and that you put your hand on it and it goes to your hand. Yeah, it looks exactly like those. I thought they were going to hurt me as well. They, oh, so you avoided them too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can jump on those. Those are platforms. Oh, I found that out eventually. Yeah, I was like, oh, these are okay for me to touch because they don't look like you can touch them, and plus everything else is coming after you and killing you. You got fucking flying tables coming after you. Right. So it's not too uh, out there to think these little ball things are going to hurt you. Uh, the boss in this one is I don't I don't I never caught the character's name or anything, but he like appears on different platforms and then he turns into like a red ball and kind of just shoots at the wall and he breaks into four little red balls that bounce all over the place and then they regather and that's where he forms on a different platform and it just does that over and over same as count mason again yeah it's really easy is that oh it is count mason again yeah so he's just got other forms 
Because there's something about how Dracula is giving him powers. So I don't. Well, Count I don't Mason know. is Dracula. Like you fight him again. You fight him like four times in this game. Yeah, but then you fight Dracula at the end. It says Count Mason. Hmm. At least on the guide I'm looking at. Well, level 5-1 is in the wake of Dracula. Now, there's no extra levels in this one. This one is the last Is he a good surfer? What? <laughs> Never mind. I was making a surfing joke. Oh. Just I want to picture Dracula surfing. <laughs> so, this level is a fucking stupid maze that I spent way too fucking much time on, goobs. Yeah, you can get fucked over in this. This is one of the most brutal mazes. I know we mentioned mazes during Ghostbusters and other games as well. This is one of the most brutal mazes in a video game. Yeah, if if you don't know, I had to, I, I watched a video on how to do it because I had no clue what to do. And I, if you play this game, I suggest you just go ahead and watch the video because it'll just it'll help you get through it because <laughs> it's not easy. You would never figure it out. Let's let's put it that way. There's no way in hell you'd figure it out. I died so many times on timers because I was just like, I don't know where to go. I would just die from going too far and then getting hit by enemies. Well, it like circles around at some point. Yeah, it does. It, it Again, it's a maze and it just like loops you around. So the first boss that you get to, because there's two different bosses, boss battles, he floats at the top of the screen like a fucking asshole, and there's these platforms that are falling down that you're supposed to jump up and jump and either shoot him or throw a projectile at him. But while this is all going on, there's stakes just coming out of the ground randomly in, in different spots. Yeah, big punchy sticks, punchy poles. And on top of that, he's also shooting this really slow blue projectile, and it just kind of slowly goes at an angle, <laughs> and yeah. it'll it'll get you just because it's so slow and everything. You're gonna want to save up all your stakes for this battle. Yes, if you can, stakes are the way to go because that's the most powerful weapon, and it's just the easiest to to kill him and the, the last boss. So once you destroy him, there's an awesome screen shake, like the whole screen just rattles real hard. And then you get all these, uh, you get a picture of, of Dracula, see? I don't know, is it, is, it, is it the actual Dracula, or is it that Mason dude in his final form? It says Count Mason Part 1, Count Mason Part 2. Interesting. So Dracula has given him his full power at this point, I suppose, since I don't know the story, because it didn't make any sense. And he makes all these bats come up from the bottom of the screen, so you have to dodge those. So, Dracula, Mason, whatever, does the Shadow Clone Jitsu. Is that is that the right reference right there for your Naruto? Shadow Clone. <laughs> I think you Naruto, right? Yeah. <laughs> he There's just a bunch of copies of him, and you have to just basically jump up and figure out which one's the right one and hit him. You do this enough, and he'll start kind of flying around the map. And uh, Is he shooting projectiles? I, for, I forget now. Uh, there's bats, I know that. There's bats. He's really easy. There's not much to it. If you have the stakes... Yeah, you just jump up and stake him. Jump and stake. Jump stake. Yeah, and you'll you'll beat it within like 30 seconds. It's not hard. You beat your meat. Beat your stake. Yeah. But yeah, that's... I mean, that's the end of the game. It's got a cool, like, outro of, of him falling. Like, he looks like a fallen demon or something. That's it. 
That's the game, goobs. Yay, we're done. We don't have to play that again. What'd you think of the music? Oh, God damn it! Fuck. You had to ask me. <laughs> I had to ask. It's part, of the, it's part of the format. I did not enjoy this music. Why is that? Because it plays the same fucking tune over and over and over again, and then it changes to another tune, plays that exact same thing over and over and over again, and it goes right back to the same annoying one. And the pitch of this game... I don't know what it is. My ears did not like the tone of these songs. They were not appealing to my ears whatsoever. They were fucking terrible. It sounded like nails on a chalkboard to me, man. It was just really high-pitched at times. So, I didn't find the music was horrible or anything, so that's I find that really surprising that you have that to say about it. There's a couple of songs that sound... A hundred percent like a Castlevania ripoff. Like, again, I was making jokes. A couple about of the songs Dollar were good, but for the most part, like, don't get me wrong, there are some good ones, but for the most part, I did not enjoy it. There are some sound effects, like when the wax ladies are coming at you and stuff, and, and the little gauntlet thing. Like, that's awful. It's just an awful noise. I don't know why it's there, but yeah, there's a couple of songs. I mean, it's you'd listen to it and you'd be like, oh. Someone made their own, like, Castlevania version of the song, and then you're like, oh, it was actually in a game. They ripped off Castlevania. <laughs> uh, what about the controls? How did you, how'd you feel how the game controlled? Uh, slow? Very slow. Very, very slow, huh? Well, that's just, a, that's just the pace of a Castlevania-like game. But I wish they could climb up the stairs a bit fucking easier. It's, it's like that with every game, like... With uh, diagonal stairs. It's the bane of my fucking existence. <laughs> uh, but, like, the buttons for, like, the attack and jump, they were pretty fine. They weren't too tight, but they were tight enough for me. The jump felt really weak, but then, like, as I was playing, I was like, well, I don't know if I'll make this jump, and I would try it, and I'd be like, oh, well, that's the perfect um, length. You can make every jump. There's not a, there's not one spot where I was like I felt like I had to struggle to make the jump like you had to be on the tip edge of. <laughs> Sounds like you just took my lines from the last episode. <laughs> what do you mean? So I was talking about how the you don't think you can jump that far, but you can jump just enough. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it is, but like it, it totally you don't is have to, though. But you don't have to like scoot to the edge or anything like that to where you know you're like your sprite's halfway hanging off. Or, or heaven like forbid, it. get a running start because that ain't happening. No, you walk so slow through this. Uh, it just sucks once you get that dagger. Like, if you get the... It's soul-crushing when you get the dagger and you have to, like, let enemies basically hug you before you can attack them. If it's a fast-moving enemy, then... Then you're... You're F in the Okay, uh, what about... The graphics? How do you feel about the graphics? Oh, it's... I thought the game was good. I thought the game looked good. I I liked a lot of the backgrounds. There's a few exceptions that I didn't like at all. Yeah, like I the wax game, works. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I thought it all looked pretty good, though. The best part was uh, when you're on top of the buildings and like, the night sky and shit. And there's always, like, uh, throughout, there's, like, little gauges moving in the background. There's always something moving in the background, which is nice to see. This, is, this game's definitely much more impressive than Castlevania in looks, I feel like. 
Castlevania, now again, Castlevania was earlier than this, uh, so this, this game had some time for, you know, uh, developers to figure out how to, to do better looking graphics. <laughs> yeah, to rip it off and but make it look better. It, so it, it does look better. Um, the, the first stage is really nice looking. Like it's got a, a whole city in the background. Yeah, I don't it's know. Doctor and Jekyll Hyde or should have been. a hundred percent. The first level does look. I know you mentioned that to me in chat. Yeah. When we're talking about the game, but uh, it totally looks like the first level of Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Yeah, I, and honestly, this is what that game should have been. The NES Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde should have been what, this playable? game. What, <laughs> playable? Yes, yes, very much so. But yeah, uh, I, I liked how everything looked. Like this game is what it is. I'll play this over Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde any day. Right, 100%. I got a nice new dapper top hat. Oh, I don't... I think it would be pretty good to finish the show off while wearing it, you know, try to get some inspiration from it. I should have been wearing it the whole time. You should have been. That would have been very... Uh, it's nice and... Gentlemanly. It's nice and soft. It has velour on oh, it. Oh, very nice. Yeah, go get it's it. It's a fancy dapper hat. Get me back, man. Okay. I'm pretty excited to show you. Well, I guess I'm just going to grab something and it's going to just happen to be blue. Let me grab this hairbrush this hairbrush is black okay i guess i'm just gonna grab this pen so i can write a note this is just a regular pen okay i sure am thirsty let me grab my water bottle and take a drink hope nothing ends up in my mouth like always it's not salty at all it's just water Okay, where are you at? Goobs Genie, I know you're around here. Go Goobs Genie? You know what? I Maybe maybe since he's like he's an entity, maybe I can maybe he's maybe he's like running errands. He's at the grocery store. I'll talk to him on the Ouija board. Let me get my Ouija board out right here. All right, here's my Ouija board. All right. Goobs Genie. Can you hear me? Are you in the room? Goob Goobs Genie, you're supposed to move the planchette. Say something. Goobs Genie? I'm... I'm real sorry what I did last week. I didn't. I didn't think that was. Uh, I need a cheat. I wonder if there's any cheats for this game. Toby, we don't talk about cheats on this show. Oh, uh, oh, hey, dude. Hi. Um, uh, Are you cheating this whole time? No, no, no. Uh. I just and by the way, my hat is flat. I was sitting on it. I'm sorry to hear that. You wanna hear some fun facts? It's time for fun facts with Toby. Ping! Are you ready, Goobs? I am. Are you ready? 
I am ready. Because we are about to play. How much is this game? You sound like a helium balloon. This is a game show where Goops. That's me. He's going to try to guess the price of this game. And he's got the $5 window. If he gets it right. Shout out to Tall Hands. Shout out to Tall Hands for coming up. The creator of the $5 window. That's right. If he gets the uh, price right, he gets the sound effect. Goobs, are you ready? I am ready. You asked me already, Toby. Are you ready? Uh, I'm kind of having a crisis over here, but yes, I'm ready. All right, we're going to start with a loose copy of this game. Loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. Just the cartridge. How much do you think it goes for, Goobs uh, Arena? I'm going to say $22. 22 Hmm, you were pretty close. $36. Okay. All right, Goobs. Complete in box. That means you get the hard case. That nice clamshell. The manual and the cartridge. How much do you think it goes for? I'm going to say 49 Now let me add, I hate the Master System boxes and that little... I love them. I hate The white and blue. They're so ugly. They are all so fucking ugly. Fuck you, shut your mouth. What was your guess? 49 Ooh. And fucking hatred towards you. Ooh, pretty close. Pretty close. This game goes for $62. It's not close at all. <laughs> Something condescending, you fucking asshole. <laughs> You did that to me last time, too. You make me sound like I'm actually close, and you fucking blow me out of the water. You're a fucking dickhole. You're ruining my new joke. I like this joke that I've been going on with. Why are your jokes are fucking evil? <laughs> don't don't call them out, because then I can't do them anymore. Yeah, no, I'm going to call it everything you do now. I'm going to take everything away from you. <laughs> I feel like I'm grounded. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Toby, Toby's a... He likes to... He's like a masochist. He likes to fucking... Make me feel bad about things. <laughs> or lead me up to false hope. I don't know if that's necessarily masochist. He's just a fucking dickhole muncher. Yum yum. <laughs> You're not supposed to enjoy it. <laughs> if I take the power away from you. Okay, so there's not a whole lot of fun facts on this one, Goobs. So let's just get into it. Now, there's one detail I didn't tell you about this game. This game okay. was only released in Europe. Now, we did get the, the Game Gear version in North America, but I think it's called Vampire Master of Darkness. So it's kind of got a different title. The Game Gear version doesn't look as good. It's really zoomed in. You don't have much time to, <laughs> to like react to stuff that's coming onto the screen. It looked like I didn't play it. I just watched a little minute or two video of it. And, uh, yeah, they changed, like, the Ouija board that's at the beginning. It's a completely different Ouija board. So it's not 100% the same. So I'm sure there's a lot of differences in it that I should have looked through. Uh, but, yeah, this was only released in Europe. I tricked you. That's why I didn't tell you. Usually at the beginning of the show, I'm like, oh, in Japan it was released in 1990. No. Just That's because you don't have many fun facts. <laughs> so Sega Force, which this is a magazine from the 90s, gave Master of Darkness a a 
combined score of 79%, and this was between two of their reviewers. So they gave it a pretty high score, Drunk I feel and like. stoned? <laughs> now, their, their complaints were the dogs. You know how I was bitching about the bats? Oh. They hated. <laughs> yeah, that's the only complaint, the dogs. The dogs. Fuck there you, was, you fucks. There was a couple other complaints. Sorry, I'm heated now after fucking Toby's stupid fucking jokes. <laughs> uh anyways but yeah uh so the the developer sims that stands for soft development innovation multi-success and it looks like they were established june 12th 1991 and they went the mouthful for a company right that's why they just you want something that rolls off the tongue something simple (laughs) that's why they went to sims instead of trying to it's like the Shield initiative thing where they had that long ass name. They were just like, ah, let's just call it Shield. We'll call it Sims. So apparently, uh, they were a joint venture of Senritsu Denki Co. and Sega Enterprises. Like they kind of teamed up and, and formed Sims, but they separated from the Sega group in June 25th, 2004. After some kind of stock trade, I don't know exactly what happened, but that's how they dissolved their relationship. Now, I was really interested into seeing like what other titles Sims had made because I was like, ah, I wonder if they did any other clone games, which really they didn't. But some of their big titles would probably uh, Ninja Gaiden on the Master System, Disney's Aladdin on the Master System, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie on Genesis, Aladdin and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Game Gear, House of Dead 2 and Sega Bass Fish. You were close. Sega Bass Fishing on Dreamcast. And honestly, they had a bunch of games on like Wii, 3DS, PS2, PS4. Every one of them were fucking fishing games. They This is a fishing game company. <laughs> they just make so many fucking fishing games. I don't know how, why the fuck they were like, hey, let's make a Castlevania clone. Like, it's the most bizarre thing ever. Like, I don't know. So, anyways. Um, hey, man. Once the fish bites, you got to reel it I, in. I guess. Like, they, they were so many fishing games. But that's it. I don't really have any more fun facts than that, Goobs. Well, that was fun. And factful. <laughs> well, at least one thing to do, Toby. What's that? It's time to motherfucker rage. Oh, come on! Ah! This is is the rage meter where we're gonna give a one to ten on how pissed off this game makes us how pissed off goobs so pissed off you're gonna take your car keys stick them in your butt and try to start it but it won't start so you put some jumper cables on your nipples and try to jump start your heart and you don't butt chug 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 butt chug 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 <laughs> is that what you sound when you try to turn your butt on yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right goobs um I'm going to go first because uh, you went first last time. Yes, I diddly did. I, I'm just going to be to the point on this one. I, there's no reason to dragging this out too much. And I'm going to try to leave you some meat on the bone, as we like to say around here, because we like bones and meat. The meatier, the better, the boner. We like Ooh, wall what? meat, mostly. <laughs> okay, so here's the things that really grinded my gears. The respawns. Too much background in some spots, like that wax level where it was just like fucking someone threw up their mushroom trip on this goddamn screen. Grabbing the wrong fucking weapon! If you grab that goddamn dagger and try to fight the goddamn boss, you will not have a good time. The maze was fucking infuriating. I wasted 
I swear, I was I was on Discord, I was chatting, probably thirty to forty five minutes, just walking in goddamn circles. Easily. I was so fucking mad. The goddamn bats. I was playing on Discord again, and everyone heard me just bitching about these fucking bats the whole fucking time. I just finished. Bats. I just finished with me screaming about them. Then Toby comes on and starts screaming about them even more. <laughs> uh. The, okay, I know this is a big deal to me because I really like story in my game. Either give me a lot of story or give me no story. But don't give me a lot of story that makes no sense. That pissed me off alone because it just didn't make sense. It wasn't linear. It wasn't, I don't know, It just nothing about it made sense. I didn't know who the fucking characters were. Who was the girl in the pink dress? <sighs> Can I say the bats again? That really pissed me off. <laughs> Basically, anything that flew pissed you off, and, and they were hard to hit. Everything flies. Everything fucking flies. Ladies fly, fucking daggers fly, pictures fly, it all flies. But they all fly in weird patterns. Um, and then going so far back when you die, like the no checkpoint thing, oof. Oof. I think, I think this give, this one gives me a 7.5 on the Rage On. <laughs> the Rage On, eh? This gives me a Rage On. I don't know. Whatever. So mad you pop a bone. <laughs> what? That's not a normal thing? That sounds like a t shirt we could sell. <laughs> <laughs> this game make me so mad I popped a bone. <laughs> uh, yeah, 7.5. Uh, what do you think? What is what is your raging? Well, you, you gotta you gotta start with the same thing everyone hates is the fucking bats. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere. Sometimes you cannot see them because they're really dark and doesn't only have two little red outlines. So if you're on a darker stage and they always hang from underneath stairs, and there's stairs fucking everywhere, so guarantee everywhere there's a stair, there's a fucking bat or two. Or sometimes multiple. And they always come when you least expect it, and I don't like them at all. They're so random, flying around, fucking hate it. RNGesus cannot save you. <laughs> During this game, you're gonna get your ass kicked from the bats and everything else. Uh, getting the dagger randomly right before a boss fight, you might as well just fucking restart or go back to a save if you have a save which thankfully I did a lot of the time. I can just go back, start to level all over again, and not get the dagger that time, because you're, you're fucked. You're, you're definitely fucked if you have that. The stairs alone in this game are a fucking task. Oh man, they are tedious and fucking hard to get up sometimes. Especially in a dire circumstance where you're like, fuck, I need to get up here really bad right now. There's something coming flying towards you because there's shit flying everywhere, and you cannot get up that stair in time, and you're going to take some massive damage. Not fun at all. Yep. The bomb. I hate the bomb so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking arch. You throw it up, and it's like, not even like an explosion. It's like a... <laughs> it's like a little, like a little queef, a quaff <laughs> of smoke that comes out of this bomb. It, it's, it's, it's useless. I don't like it at all. It does kill people if you can connect, but that's few and far between. I think it's funny that you just did a, a Canadian stereotype because of South Park and made a queef joke. <laughs> Go continue, though. The repetitive music in some of the levels drove me absolutely fucking insane. The gauntlet rooms of respawns and the respawns itself. They're a lot of fun. Just fucking get your gourd right going. It really chafes my asshole. <laughs> yeah fuck chairs fuck the paintings candlesticks and fuck the little daggers pretty much fuck everything that flies and I'm going back to fuck bats 
Man. Some holes kill you, some holes don't. You just got to find the hole that works for you. <laughs> That's Take that life. lesson in this game and life as well. Uh, the sword skeletons are big pieces of shit. They block uh, you and they will kick your ass and shove a bone dagger up your butt. Yep. Exploring is difficult and it's hard to figure out where you're going. There's no point. Just keep going right. If all else fails, go right. Don't even bother going up or down. If you can't keep going right, go fucking right. Trust us. Fuck the little wizard guys. I think that's what you were talking about before the guys in the blue yeah, coats. Yes, they look yes, kind of like yes. clansmen. <laughs> <laughs> the Smurf. And they have these little wands and they shoot shit at you. They shoot like boomerang looking things. Fuck them. Fuck them as well. Yes. And fuck clansmen too while we're at it. Yeah, fuck the. Yeah. Some of the room layouts are fucked and it's really hard to navigate. Again, and some have bricks that you can break to get to different parts of the level, and they look just like every other part of the fucking level. They're all just green. Thank you for that. <laughs> and fuck the fire dick boss on 3-3. Uh, three, three. Fire The guy just flies around, looks like a fucking luchador throwing fireballs at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The clock guy. Also, fuck the fact that there's birds and no snakes in this game. <laughs> Why must you have my fear and not Toby's? That's not fair at all. My fear was commitment in this game. And the final final boss, the first form, is a tough motherfucker. Yeah. I didn't like the first form at all. It whipped my ass. The first one did? Yeah, the first form. Not the second one. The second form was easy. Yeah, okay. The, the first one was hard because you had the spikes and the... the the platforms you're trying to jump on. Yeah, there's just shit everywhere. You're right. This, this game should just be called Shit Everywhere the Game. <laughs> and no, not like poop everywhere, because that would be like something else. But no, there's just shit constantly everywhere. There's no breather. Yeah. Okay. So just constantly going, getting shit on and shit in. What uh, what score are you gonna give it on because of that? I'm giving it an eight point five. Damn, that's pretty high for a rage meter. Well, yeah. Well, when you're fucking raging. <laughs> raging and Cajun. Okay. Well, how about we move on to the rating overall? We're going to give it a 1 to 10 on what we thought of this game. Is, is, is this game still worth playing? Did we like it? Goobs, you get to go first. What did you think, sweetheart? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Condescending prick. <laughs> <laughs> so there's very little for me to say that's good about this game there's only a couple good tracks the graphics are decent for the time of the, this game's release and I do like some of the backgrounds in this game how they move and stuff like that and the enemies look fine I do like the choice of weapons besides the fucking dagger like you got the cane the, the cane as we call it they call it a hammer or whatever we also like the axe and the the sword. That's not bad. Yeah. Got a couple different power-ups there, so you got good variety. That's pretty decent. But there's not really much more decent I can say, Toby. <laughs> the level layout, the controls are okay for the most part. Yeah. There's not really much I can say. I'm giving this game a four. Woo! That's it's a this, it's a fucking Castlevania ripoff. I'd rather play Castlevania. I, I probably won't touch this game again. Really? There's not much redeeming factors for me. If you're gonna play a game like this, play Castlevania. Wow. All right. All right. <sighs> so I'm just speaking my mind, no, man. No, no, that's no, what that's I'm fair, here for. I like the graphics in this game. I thought the graphics looked great. 
I felt I felt like in a few parts they were weak. I'm looking at you, wax level, and I feel like that hurt it a little bit. But overall, I think I think the graphics and style looked fine. The story was horrible. The story story didn't make any sense. It wasn't. It, whatever. I I can't give it good rating on that. The controls were fine. I didn't hate the controls. Like I said, I had some issues with the jump, but it was fine. Uh, you always made the jump you were supposed to take, so that was fine. The music was decent. I, I'm kind of torn on if I liked the Castlevania ripoff songs or not. Like, do I like it because it's kind of a cool track, or is it just because it's really Castlevania-esque? And I don't know if that's fair to be like... I didn't find that at all. <sighs> I'm sure when you listen to this episode back and you hear where the music is, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's... 100% Castlevania ripoff. No, I'll be like, I'm not listening to this part because the music's fucking annoying <laughs> to me. Uh, anyways, the music's not amazing, but it's not bad. You don't see this game having trilogies, do you? <sighs> I don't know. No, you don't. You don't see this game having collections of it coming out? Yeah, you're right. Or out already? Yeah, right. Don't see that. Multiple sequels? Don't see that. Fucking garbage, Toby. So, the enemies in, in this got repetitive as fuck. You got the bats way too much. You got the, it just they just ran out of it's a short game. It's only, you know, five levels, but man, they just reuse the same enemies over and over. I like the some of the different mechanics that it tried to have. I appreciate that, like the pendulum platforming parts uh, where you have to destroy the one enemy so the the other ones will stop spawning. They tried where you, they hid blocks in the in you had to destroy the blocks and to get through the one area and then the fucking maze. They tried. They tried. It was just kind of flat for the most part. The boss fights were too easy. And I don't know. For a clone of Castlevania, it's not bad. I just wish the story would have made more sense. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe the story does make sense and I'm just harping on that too much. <sighs> I can't believe you gave it such a low score of four. I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it a six. That's fine. I'm gonna give it a six because I liked it enough. It. it, it, it I, I know we're trying to. The first we, level was good, and then it just it kept going downhill for me. Yeah. Keep on. I agree with not, that. Not because it was hard or anything. It was just there's so much shit going on. It's just like come on. It's more frustrating than it is hard. Like, it's an easy game for the most part. It's just it gets you with, like, cheap little things like, well, here's the fucking uh, wax lady coming to whoop your ass. Oh, you accidentally grabbed the dagger, so now you're fucked the entire game. You know, where do I go now? That's It's little things like that that get you in this. Uh, but between your four and my six, we're going to average this game at a five. So Passable five. It's right in the middle. If you want to play a game, just play Castlevania. You don't have to play this Castlevania. This is the part of the show where we wrap everything up. But first, before we do anything, we have to shout out our patrons. Hell yeah, we do. We love every single one of you. Thank you very much for supporting your thicker treat, boys. Thicker treat. Thicker treat. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia and you can become one of the patrons and get a shout out and hear all the exclusive content we have on our Patreon page. Lots and lots of stuff up there. All kinds of goofy extras that we do. 
Uh, getting headlines. What else do we do? Oh, we do a whole bunch of sh- different shit. We do movie reviews sometimes. Show reviews. We just talk to our friends on there on Discord. We have a new battle contest thingy that we do on there. There's yeah. all sorts of little things. And we just talk about our life. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Uh, Goobs, you give uh, nicknames to our patrons or word associations. What is the theme for this episode? Well, I need a palate cleanser after this one. So I went to my happy place, and I'm going to go with uh, things that are fluffy. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, to kick us off, we've got Riku. Riku, he is a Persian cat. What about Wolfman? Wolfman is a skunk. Rotation, rotation podcast. He's a pancake. Ah, fluffy. I was like, wait, that doesn't make it is. It's fluffy pancakes. Hero to millions. A marshmallow. <laughs> what about paprika? Paprika. The otters don't really have fur, so he can be a donut. What about the bug? Oh, cotton candy. <laughs> Level one noob. House slippers. Martin Long. Beer foam. <laughs> Keith Gasper. A Highland cow. Oh, those are real fluffy cows. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Chris Copeland. He can be a bathrobe. Fat shags. Fat shags. Is a Danish pastry. <laughs> <laughs> this one's too easy, so I'm not going to do it. He's a s'more. <laughs> and then my friend Trey Dishman. Cream pie. <laughs> is that fluffy, though? Or is that just messy? It can be. It can be both. <laughs> Those are our patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. And uh, you can go to badsecretmedia.com and find all the links to all our stuff. Thank you for being my palate cleanser. Yes. Yes. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Goobs and I both have our own personal Instagram and Twitter. Mine is at Toby Von Doom. Mine's at Goobs WN. And uh, Goobs, what else do we have? What other stuff? Well, we have a little little secret part of the internet over there in the corner there if you see it, it secret. looks pretty friendly secret it's a it's our motherfucking discord Duh, come discord. join our discord yep yep come be a part of the family if you want to talk to me and toby and everyone else that you may he- hear on this show there's a lot of people in there they'll give you a nice warm welcome and come talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about we talk about video games we talk about life we talk about just random shit and sometimes things get weird on wednesdays <laughs> they certainly do. Yes, they, they definitely do. do sometimes. We try to play video games all together Friday night, maybe Jackbox and or something else, like Smash Brothers and all that shit. But come uh, come have fun. Be part of the family. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Come say hi. Yeah, you can actually like talk to me and Toby on there. Yep. Pretty cool. 
Now, uh, you should also make sure you go leave us a review. If you dig what we do or you kind of think we're okay people, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and if you fa- think we're decent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, if you have any podcasts that you like, make sure you leave them a review. This is just a PSA to all podcasts, but leave us one first because we ask nicely and then we suggest that you leave other podcast reviews. Thank you. How about your boys? If you want to help us out even further, you can go to uh, tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. That's right. Uh, all the shirts that we sell on there, we do get a cut of the the, <laughs> the pie. <laughs> and it goes right back into the show. It does go back. As is a Patreon. It goes right back into... Helping everything out, Bad Secret Media. Yes, yes. Uh, keeping the shows up on the internet and uh, sometimes helping fund some of the games that we're going to play in the future. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's thicker treat, but you just got like the, the trick part of, of, of it. Yeah, I'm going to give you a fucking treat or two in a second, Toby. Game over, folks. (laughs) 